Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how you can build a company your customers want to be a part of. So even if you're just starting out right now, I think it's good for you to know what it takes to build a business for the long term. And Neil's done a lot of businesses. I've done a couple of businesses. I think, you know, we're, we just want to come share our experiences in terms of, well, what we've learned in the past and some of the mistakes that we made. So Neil, you go first. Most people think about, when you think about creating a company that people want to be a part of, would you agree that most people think of it from a culture standpoint? Yeah, totally. And they think about a culture standpoint because they're looking from a recruiting aspect, right? If you have amazing people, if you have amazing culture, you'll have amazing people. But the problem with that is amazing culture doesn't necessarily mean potential customers or other people that you don't know who would be giving you money, want to be part of your company, want to pay you, want to be a client, want to buy your products. I think it really comes down to experience. Like you look at Beats by Dre. You know, I know some of many of you, including us, Eric and I, we can't replicate this. But if you look at Beats by Dre, they had that experience. I remember back in the days when I used to watch basketball games that before people would walk onto the court, they would all be, you know, dressed up in their clothes, making sure they got the pictures and the video cameras on. But they would almost all be wearing Beats by Dre. And they weren't paid to necessarily wear the Beats by Dre's. They were just doing it. And it was the experience. Everyone's like, oh, you got to be repping Beats by Dre's. You got to be wearing their headphones, using them. It's the best. I really do think it comes down to experience. And, you know, Eric and I will get a little bit into this later on in this podcast, breaking down different ways that you can create your own experience if you don't have the capital like Beats by Dre. Yeah. So there's one thing I remember. There's a lot of these, we'll use the big companies as an example. A lot of them have employer branding. That's what they call it. Employer branding teams, meaning these teams are specifically dedicated to creating an experience, an amazing experience, not only for the uh, employee side, but also outward facing too, right? Like how do you bring the right people to work, but also the right customers too? So one thing I'm looking at right now is Glassdoor's best places to work. So even though you see Facebook and Google getting into a lot of the, well, what's called the, these antitrust issues, Facebook is number seven, so the 4.5 rating on Glassdoor, and then Google is 4.4, right? And then you have these other companies, In-N-Out Burger, 4.5, and you have other companies like Zoom, 4.5 as well. So I think that's you know something to take a look at. And but, but don't you think that more so helps with recruiting than anything else? Like I know someone at HubSpot who helps them make sure that they're mentioned as one of the best companies to work, especially in the Boston area. And that helps them more with recruiting. Like I love you to death. I've known you forever. But if Single Grain is one of the best places to work or Neil Patel Digital is the best place to work, it doesn't mean you're going to want to pay me for consulting or I'm going to want to pay you. Okay. Here's what I want to say to that. So. I think on the recruiting side, recruiting is just a piece of it, right? But I do think, you know, judging from, and this probably applies to you, but at least from what I'm hearing from people on the single brain team is that, you know, when they see the company, when they see how happy the people are, 
that actually makes them want to be a piece. There's actually a guy that's a customer right now and he loves the team. He loves the team so much. Actually, there's some things I can't share, but he loves the team so much that he's like openly sharing all the things that he he does. He's openly inviting them to all these different things to, to hang out at, right? But the first thing he said was like, you know, I really wanted to work with you guys because I feel like it's a family and I want to be a part of that. And that kind of falls into this whole employer branding thing, which is why I brought up in the first place. But I do agree. That's not the end all be all around. I do agree building a right experience and plus with a good employer branding piece that goes a long way. Yeah. And another thing that could be simple too is like experiences, right? So if, for example, if Eric and I made it where anyone who's a member of our agencies could attend Google with us or Facebook with us or Snapchat or one of those places, that's cool. That's the experience. I think that could do wonders for people. And the hardest part is to create those type of experiences. Actually, Neil, remember like the event that we threw, we had clients there, we had prospects there, right? And the prospects that got there, that like that was the thing that tipped them over into becoming customers. So that's another one for you. That's true. Um, So things like throwing an in-person event or your own conference, that helps a lot. Doing dinners, that helps a lot. Sending swag to potential people, whether it's, you know, your logos, t-shirts, hoodies, Conversion rate experts used to do something really cool. They would send you like tea and biscuits, you know, they're British based. Yeah. That's an amazing experience. But I do believe it ends up coming down to experience. And it doesn't have to be crazy hard. I was talking with someone from inside sales. And what is it that they send? It's not a coffee mug, but it's something really simple like that. I don't know why I forgot what they send. But they straight up send you something simple like a coffee mug. And they found that when they send you a little simple swag like that, it makes you want to become more of a customer. And that's really helped them with their sales process. And it's really smart, right? Because it's like you look at inside sales, great product, but by them just doing that one simple thing, it keeps them top of mind and people like, oh, this is really cool. This company sent it to me. Like, yeah, I may want to end up working with them. Yeah. And so when you think about experiences, it's people don't really remember what happened exactly, but people do remember how the experience felt, right? So um, whether like Neil talked about, you know, kind of going down the list, which is what we've done in the past. Like we've talked about dinners, we've talked about, you know, founder retreats, we've talked about conferences, we've talked about the mastermind that we're doing. These things at the end of the day will kind of separate you from what other people are doing. Because a lot of people are sending emails out all the time. Actually, to Neil's point, you know, if you have like inside sales or like other people, like I remember last year, I've gotten so many different gifts. I remember like these sprinkles cupcakes like that. I remember, I I think I got a pinata. I got like a maze. I got all these other gifts, but you know. Well, you um, got a pinata? I got a pinata. It was like a mini little horse. It was too much work. I was like, okay, this is cool. But I just kind of, to be honest, I threw it in the trash. But look, you got to figure out how you can stand out. And then experience actually helps you stand out at the end of the day. Neil, anything else? No, yeah, I do believe it. It comes down to experience. And again, the big point that Eric and I are trying to make is that experience doesn't have to be something that's expensive. I remember back in the day, someone called Google and being the AdWords department be like, look, I'm trying to get up and running. This is hard. You know, your tool, your solution is giving me a headache. And then the Google rep mailed up some Advil or Tylenol. It was hilarious. But again, funny experience went viral you know, they would also do like little mini fridges, swag, t-shirts, glow in the dark stuff and sticks. I remember all this stuff from back in the day during the Google dance days. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to cost you a ton of money. Now, if you guys want to be part of a really cool experience that's in the marketing realm, check out marketingschool.com slash live. Eric and I are doing an in-person event. That's it's by the It's going to be amazing. We hope to see you there. Make sure you go check it out, fill out your details, and we'll be in touch. 
Just a quick correction, guys. It's markingschool.io slash live. We'll see you there. All right. That's it for today. What did I say? Dot com? You said dot com. I was like, we don't have dot com yet. All right. Goodbye, guys. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.